Hey, and welcome to All Things Cozy with Matt. And Jillian. A bi-weekly podcast about everything that is warm, soft, and comforting. Today we'll be discussing one of the coziest television shows of all time, The Golden Girls. But more importantly, we'll be discussing it with one of the coziest people of all time, my former co-host on After Smash, we're reunited, Louis Peitzman. Hi, Matt. Welcome. Hi. Hi. How does How, this feel? Well, it feels weird. It feels <laughs> a little bit awkward. It feels like I'm uh, having dinner with um, with my ex and uh, his his new his new partner. Mm. I was I was about <laughs> to say. I said it's not it's not personal. It's just you know, Quite it's hard twist. for me. It's yeah. hard for me. I know. I I've moved on, but. You still have a special place in my heart. No, it's fine. I, I hate it. to rub it in your face like this. No, you know what? It's totally, it's like I'm actually doing really well, so it's fine. If you're listening and don't Like, know, I don't have a podcast, but like I could have one. You but, could like, easily, I choose yeah. not to. Mm-hmm. So it's like, no, it's yeah. actually, I'm fine. Right. No. And, I wouldn't worry about it. And After Smash is technically never over. It's just on hiatus. No, it's on hiatus. It's on until we have hiatus. something to talk yeah. about. No, we, it's going to come back, so. Yeah. Eventually. Yeah. There's no rush. Right. And if you are confused because you don't know what After Smash is, it was a podcast that Lewis and I, I hosted. I think everyone about Smash. knows what After Smash is. I don't know. So. I think we might have our own cozy, cozy, crazy heads who follow <laughs> cozy, us. I don't know. No, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not saying. Name. I'm not saying that. I like like, the you, I'm saying you guys. Cozy. You definitely have your own fan base. I'm just mm-hmm. saying, like, literally everyone knows what After Smash is. It was one of America's most popular Smash podcasts. It's a beloved so, podcast. Yeah, yeah. No, totally. It was. It was really. Um, quite an amazing mm-hmm. podcast. It was a journey, I would say. A special time in your life. Yeah. I don't regret it, you know? <laughs> oh, no. No, it was, it no was regret. hugely important. <laughs> important to me personally and to the culture at and large. professionally, I would say. Oh, yeah, definitely professionally. Making so much of that podcasting money. Yeah, no, I mean, it definitely helped with the down payment on this house. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this, this, this is the house that After Smash built. Uh-huh, also, this uh-huh. is not a house. This is an apartment. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> the joy of a podcast, you can just say whatever you want. They don't know. Like, That's you're, true. Not, they can't see that, you know, they don't know where we are right now. That's right. Actually, Why we're are you in, like ruining the illusion that I'm trying to present for you? <laughs> it's That's fine. right. We're you actually in the middle of a, of, we're standing on top of a giant scented candle. I know. There are a lot of scented candles here. I knew this, this was going to be hard, but like now it's like really like a little upsetting. So I think we should move on. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, mm-hmm. it's not. It's I You're just I don't want to upset you because we're all about, about feeling cozy. And here, I want to feel cozy, and I so want to feel cozy. But before we feel cozy, we have to release our resentments. You know, those okay. you can kind of feel the storm clouds coming in. There are things that we bring into our new settings and our new days, but we need to disperse them um, in order to actually feel cozy. And so let's uh, destroy those rain clouds. Let's. <laughs> I don't like the words I'm choosing today, but I'm just going to go with it. Um, by sharing a resentment we have this week, Jillian, would you care to sure. get us started? I don't know if my resentments have just been turning into things that I cross my mind that I'm irked by, like little things and turning into a big thing. But this week, my resentment are the wedding hashtags. Oh, where okay. they're, <laughs> they're the names, they're combining the names. And it's not like I... With any resentment that I have, I don't lose sleep over it. I'm not grinding my gears constantly over these wedding hashtags. But I just find them a little tedious. Where does it end? Are we going to be hashtagging funerals, dying with Denny? Like, I don't, you know, it's just, where does it end? 
Hashtagging funeral sounds pretty great. Yeah, I'm all bad. That's fine. No, I mean, I'm sure it has happened. Yeah, it probably has. But I don't know why it it irritates me. I think maybe just because we're all in the time in our lives where a lot of people are getting married. And so it's like constantly barraged. The the point is like, okay, so like maybe you want to see the photos from your wedding so you can like click on the hashtag and like see all of them. But like, do people actually do that? Like, I'll just wait for the professional photography. Yeah, I I don't want to like look at your Instagrams. Yeah, so and. Sometimes it's really hard to make the hashtag, and I feel bad for those people who don't have. I know, that go easily. but if they have, if they have like a good like pun happening, like I can't begrudge them that. That's true. Like yeah. more power to you and your pun name. Yeah, I think you have a great pun. You're allowed for the hashtag, but if not, just skip if it. Not, Would you married. say no hashtag if you can't make a good pun, or like a generic hashtag? Where do you fall on that? Oh, I don't know. I I think same thing. I just wait for the photos to come out. I don't need any. I don't know if anyone's waiting. I don't need to see your like. Hashtag. I don't need to see your like Valencia filtered like you know photo of my cake when I. Well, that's like, too bad you know, because it looks really nice. No, I'm sure it does, but like I'm going to see a real photo of it from like a person <laughs> yeah. I paid. I'm overwhelmed by with it. No hashtag. Days. That's fair enough. I, I I get that. My resentment this week is I totally just it flew out of my head as soon as I started talking. Isn't that great when resentments just like flat of your head? Yeah, they just <laughs> you were so upset about it. Now it's like eh, I don't care. I remembered it. Okay. The resentment I have this week is when comedians blame the audience when they're not having a good set. Oh. I've gone to, listen, I go to a lot of comedy shows. Congrats. Okay. I, don't, I don't mean to brag, mm-hmm. but I go to a lot. And an audience that's pretty even keeled and will support most of the people who are going on stage, mm-hmm. sometimes you just don't connect with an audience and then they'll start attacking the audience like, oh, well, you don't really get it. Or I uh, guess you all had a bad day, huh? Well, that, that's oh, kind of a really yeah. tame version of what they might say. But uh, I, I really hate that. Didn't we go to one, God, the the Little Joy, was it a, a bar? Yeah, yeah, Little Joy. Little Joy. I think Matt and I went to the, sh- the set and the guy was like lashing out at the crowd. Right, it's really uncomfortable. Yeah, it is really, especially when we're, I think we're sitting in the front row. And that makes it even worse because in the, when I sit in the front row, I feel like I'm forced to laugh or like have a reaction and, or in general. Right. And I felt so, like I was, I was over emoting. Yeah. Trying to make everyone feel validated. Like I was just laughing at stuff I didn't think was funny. That's the opposite. I thing. always was, do that when I, I'm like too close. Yeah. It yeah. was, and it was a really small room. So it's like you hate Very uncomfortable. People. Yeah. Well, one time I got called out by someone like <gasps> I knew from like Twitter at a comedy show cause I was not into their set and I found it to be actually like deeply offensive and I'm not like easily offended. I just thought it was like a really like misogynistic unnecessary. Set. And I, and I was like, after the show, he was like, Oh, your arms are crossed and you looked so like, you know, you weren't really enjoying any of it. And I was like, Oh, I was just, you know, taking it. Just thinking. I like, yeah. Just thinking about stuff. Some people uh, just like to cross their cold. arms. I like to yeah. cross my arms. Yeah, that's another thing. That <laughs> doesn't mean I'm mad I'm or anything. i save that for another week. But yeah. like, uh, yeah, that's comfortable for me. And then everyone interprets that as, Oh, you're grumpy. Yeah. Like, no, this is a comfortable stance, mm-hmm. sir. Yeah, it takes a lot for me to emote in general. So. Same. Lewis, what resentment will you be releasing with us today? Mine's, like, kind of serious, but not, like, so serious. Well, it's it's serious. It's a cultural issue. Yeah, get serious. Um, My resentment is when people are talking, like, doing press for, like, um a TV show or a movie or a piece of theater or whatever. And they're like, it's not like a gay story. It's a human story or like, (laughs) it's not like a Mm -hmm. feminist story. It's like for everyone. And Uh, you're like, well, actually it is those things. And you're just trying to pander to like the widest audience possible. 
Mm. But you're really undermining like what the show is actually about. And I find that to be super insulting. Well, The Handmaid's Tale, they didn't they have right? Like The Handmaid's Tale, like they were like, it's not a feminist show. It's like, well, it should be. So maybe you should stop being annoying. Yeah, but they're afraid of alienate. Like they don't want to alienate anyone, so they just like do this shitty half thing of like, it's actually a show for all people. And I find that to be it's yeah, it's maddening. I I hate it, and I think it's stupid. And I also feel like the best. I don't know, like like there are a lot of shows and movies and whatever that I really like because they're so spe- like specific and they're not my story, but I really like respond to the specificity. And I feel like people are afraid of that because they want to make something that everyone can see themselves in. Yeah. That specificity is really important generic. to me as well. Yeah. I, I co-sign that resentment. Thank mm-hmm. you. Yeah. I co-sign it and then I'm releasing it. And so we've released our resentments and it is a clear and sunny day. We can go forward with the show. You really, like, your production our values burden. have gone way up. Yeah, yeah. I've learned how to use a soundboard since we had our podcast. Okay, like, I'm not bitter. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. um, the next segment, Lewis. Mm-hmm. This feels so different, because usually I felt like on After Smash, you were walking us through everything. I'm just a guest. I'm just, You're just a guest. Yeah, I'm and not. So, and so I, 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 I can sense myself looking to you. For guidance? No, I'm just... I'm, I'm just not going to find it there because no. I'm the one that knows what's happening. I don't know Julian what the hell's going I know on. What happening. Yeah, I'm yeah. just here. Yeah. Just, just lay back and enjoy it. I, oh, okay. You look cozy. Yeah. I'm very cozy. If you could see Lewis right now, he's completely splayed out on the ground. He's laying down. I'm wearing like, I'm wearing like a long robe. Yes. <laughs> like a, It's like a nice tan robe. He's, he's wearing a face mask. And a face mask and a flower crown. Oh, it's gosh. beautiful. Thank you. So, Lewis, our next segment is uh, cozy locations. So these are places that we've mm, been mm-hmm. that are cozy, and we're recommending them to the listening audience. And so, oh, we're going to think about cozy this is very, places. This fire is yeah, very cozy. You know, this, this could be at a location we're about to talk about. My cozy location this week um, is in Salinas, mm. California. Basically, every cozy location that I'm going to say is from my brief vacation to Northern California. When I My cozy location is the Maya Cinema's Salinas 14, and it's an independently owned movie theater, which is great in this day and age. Hard to find those. And they have the most luxurious uh, reclining seats. And so just to find, like, it was just great. Like, the concessions were reasonably priced. Mm-hmm. Um, the seats were decadent. And it, we saw Girls Trip there, and it was a good time. Really loved uh, the vibe at the Maya Cinema Salinas 14. Oh, that's I'll have to make a trip. It's the only reason to go to Salinas. Skip the whole John Steinbeck stuff. Who? Exactly. <laughs> only go to the Maya Cinema Salinas 14. They also, what I love about it too is they had um, like the local advertisements playing before the movie. Mm. Oh, I love that. It's, it was adorable and weird. It felt, like, it felt like an episode of Twin Peaks a little bit. Mm. I really don't know what I'm talking about because I really have never finished... More than a couple episodes of that show. Yeah, it's not a very cozy show. No, it's not. No, no. Although I feel like we said the opposite with another guest, but mm-hmm. well, there's like oh. the whole there's all that that coffee and diner element of it, right? That's yeah, true. but that's very much like a small part of it, especially the the new series. Yeah, but I we're, we're seen no, the new series. We're no strangers to murder here. I love my good murder. You can be very cozy about murder, but I don't feel like it's a very cozy murder show. Well, I'm sure it's not as cozy as the Maya Cinema Salinas 14. Okay, I get it. <laughs> um, Lewis, what is your cozy location? Well, mine you can't go to anymore. 
So I didn't know we had to recommend stuff people it, could no, still go to. No, it's fine if it's from your past. Well, I, anything flies here. We make up the rules. This is kind, of, this is kind of like a general thing, though. I like fake forest environments. I find... Oh, I'm intrigued. Fake Explain. forest environment. Okay, so like on the E.T. ride at Universal Studios, which is not there anymore, the line would go through this like fake forest that smelled like they would like pipe in the smell of like trees and it was just like, and like the sounds of the forest yeah. and it was so nice. And I was thinking about that and I was thinking about it at Bourgeois Pig. The like, yeah, this, this sound. Yeah. I got, I have this sound in my sound. I was thinking about at Bourgeois Pig, the back room, I think it's not anymore, but it used to be like a fake rainforest. And I just love that artificial environment. Like something, there's something really cozy about like fake forest, fake trees, fake smells. Like, real forest is scary to me, but fake forest, I just want to, like, live there. Were you a Rainforest Cafe fan? A what? Oh, oh Rainforest Cafe? Yeah. Oh, um, yeah, that's a little bit, like, loud and, like, not as immersive as I need it to be. Like, if it mm-hmm. were, like, truly a rain... Like, if it were, like, a, a fully immersive experience in a rainforest, I would be all about it. Yeah. Or, like, zoos, because a lot of times zoos will have, in their exhibits... They have, like, a hint of rainforest. Yeah. I need to be, like... I need to be like enclosed in a rainforest inspired space. I love that choice. I, I also co-sign that. That's amazing. Thank you. We need more of those. Yeah. I think fake forest environments. I, yeah, I agree. And you Who don't think about it too much, but too many bugs. You should redecorate your uh, house that you own and just like fill it with rainforest stuff. Yeah. I'll just completely turn it into a fake plastic. It's tree. on its way there. There's lots of fauna. There mm. is. Can yeah. You, can you put in the Radiohead song to play over that? I don't have that ready to go. Oh, um, yeah. I just think since you own the house, you should like redecorate it. I don't like, own this house. <sighs> Can you just like go with it? I've been trying <laughs> to make this happen for you, but whatever. Go ahead. Uh, is this like the secret thing? If I say it, yeah. If you say it enough, like you know, yeah, a, a relative, a relative you've never heard of will die and like give you this house. Guess that's your that intention. I, I guess <laughs> my, my intention is to have an actual house. I think, if anything, <laughs> yeah. Okay, I'm just saying, like whatever that this is not a house it's a home that's right (laughs) and on that note jillian what is your cozy location this week the vanderbilt museum on long island it was a i guess a yeah one of his mansions i don't know which vanderbilt there's so many and own this big mansion then it was converted into a museum and all the weird things that this family or person collected of the vanderbilts is on display so he, like, there's a mummy, and I would always get so excited to see this one lone mummy. <laughs> probably, like, a the little rape mummy. No, I don't, I probably, I mean, I'm sure it did. I don't, I don't know it or remember it, but the grounds are so sprawling and beautiful, and it's, it, I like to go in the winter, and not a lot of people are there, and so you can just roam the halls, and there's a planetarium, and I love planetariums, especially when they're small and um, cozy and, and quaint. And so this planetarium was very quaint. And I love to go there every time I'm in town. Wonderful. I yeah. love that. Yeah. And I guess I guess we're done with cozy locations. So it's time to discuss the main event, <laughs> the Golden Girls. Which... Don't you have another cozy thing? We, later. Oh, I'm sorry. I don't know the order of your oh. show. Mm. <laughs> well, I'm just... I just, Okay, sorry. Go ahead. I'm so, I'm so sorry. Okay, so the order is... Uh-huh. We do release the resentments. Okay. I, I always want to say that, like, release the Kraken, but I, I haven't figured out how to get that through. Um, you, could, like, you, could, you, could, you could, like, do an audio clip and then, like, dub over resentments. 
So yeah, it's like, yeah. Release the, and then they'll be like you saying resentments. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds fun. I'm making that. <laughs> yeah. Please do. And then cozy locations, and then the main segment, so our topic, and uh-huh. then we wind down with celebrities that calm us. Oh, and then okay. we, we review the candle that we're burning. Mm. Oh, okay. Which is another yeah, piece. yeah, that's fun. Yeah, I I can't smell right now. Okay, well oh. then I just realized matter, but no, I just I feel like, bad because I was like I was like. I feel like I should be smelling candle, but I'm well, not. Yeah, I was in your seat the last time, and I could not smell the candle. I think this one's quite strong, I'm, but yeah, it not, not to spoil it. The throw. Now I know what the throw means. Well, I just sniffed into the microphone so everyone can like hear my sniffing, yeah. so that's good. Just like old times. Yeah, exactly. I can't wait to edit out all of your sniffles. You know what? <laughs> that's not a very cozy thing to say, so I don't appreciate that. <laughs> I think sniffles is a really cozy word. <laughs> And Jillian's <laughs> crunching her water bottle, so we have a lot yeah, going so have to on edit, yeah. today. Edit that out. Or not. Uh, um, <laughs> so, the Golden Girls. Uh, yes. I, I feel like I shouldn't have to recap or recap. I, don't yeah, know. <laughs> I noticed <laughs> that. I was like, that's a fancy recap. I, I, I feel like I should not have to recap <laughs> the Golden Girls to anyone oh, uh, boy, for any reason. Best. Uh, but I also feel obligated to like set the tone. So um, if you weren't aware, and I don't know why you wouldn't be, but okay, you know, I don't want to shame you. So let me just explain the Golden Girls. It was a television show, a television comedy that aired from 1985 to 1992. Mm. Um, it's currently streaming on Hulu, for those of you interested in catching up. And it's constantly on TV land. The Hall- I, Is it on TV land now? It's on TV land now. Because it was on Hallmark Channel. Mm-hmm. It was, it was on, on Logo. Lifetime logo it's had you know it's been rerun everywhere yeah those those gals get around yeah they do and i'm gonna read a uh, synopsis i found from google so this is what google said i just i really <laughs> you did, liked you, it you really did your research i really did it yeah i googled the golden girls and then they say so the golden girls is about four mature women four mature women <laughs> okay they live together in miami and experience the joys and angst of their golden years Strong-willed Dorothy, Spacey Rose, <laughs> Lusty Southern Belle Blanche, and matriarch Sophia, Dorothy's mom. Occasionally I don't think clash. Sophia's really a matriarch. No, not at all. Occasionally clash, but are there for one another in the end. After all, when the show's theme song is titled, Thank You for Being a Friend, the ladies have to remain friendly with one another. It's <laughs> <laughs> recording. <laughs> they have to. No. <laughs> yeah, a theme song has never lied to us before. That's right. So great. Yeah. Normally, with the topics, uh, Jillian and I usually plan them, and then uh, we bring out a corresponding guest who we feel could speak to that topic. But I gave Lewis more privileges than I would normally give yes. a standard guest. Um, I and feel so, honored. I didn't know that was this. I didn't know that. No, was no. A, this, is, this was completely customized for you. And thank so you. I, I let Lewis pick whatever he wanted to talk about on this podcast. And I was stumped. He was stumped, but, but he, then he I picked decided. the Golden Girls. Yeah, I did. So can you get us started with why? Why is the Golden Girls a cozy show for you? Um, you know, I think it's just a show that I turn to whenever like I need comfort. And so when I was thinking about like things that make me feel cozy. I was like, it's the most reliable, like, it's the most reliable step to me feeling like calmer and okay in any given situation. Mm -hmm. And that is partly because I watched it when I was younger and I sort of like grew up with it and it's always been on TV. And so there's like, there's a nostalgia factor to it. There's also just kind of like the reliability of it always being around. But I think also just like a show about like 
chosen family and like the idea that you like get older and you might have like romantic troubles, but you sort of have like people around you who are supporting you and you're always okay and it always ends happily. Like all of that stuff sort of makes me feel uh, safe and warm and cozy. So um, yeah, a bunch of different reasons, but I, I feel like it's the most logical choice for me. Do you have a favorite episode? Um, I, I've seen every episode, like, it's like kind of shocking how many times I've seen every episode. And so I don't, I have trouble like picking out like favorites. Um, there's this episode where they perform a chicken little musical that I really enjoy. Cause What's, I, what, what season was that? Oh, I don't know. Um, cause I've, uh, to be quite honest, I mean, I, I, I've watched the show here and there, yeah. you know, forever. I used to watch the golden girls with my grandma. Mm. Um, like whenever I would like, because she'd be constantly watching, and it. you were like, and you were like, "Wow, Grandma, I didn't know you that you were so horny." Right, that's exactly what I said. <laughs> um, that would have made a great conversation starter. Is all I'm saying. One of my earliest memories with my grandma is um, waking up like way too late at night and getting out of my bed, and she was watching the Golden Girls, and she got me a sprite. And we Aww. shared we shared a sprite really and watched so the Golden nice. Girls together at night. See, that's so cozy. That exactly. Is. That's really um, cute. Yeah, I don't remember what season it was though. And you're saying you haven't? Were you gonna say you haven't? Watched? Yeah, I really haven't. So I'm I actually just started the process of like watching it from start the start. Mm-hmm. And so right now I'm I pretty much have just finished season one. Okay. Um, and so I have what like seven more to go. Something like that. Six. Yeah. I don't know. That episode always just like, I just like, mu- I like fake musicals and shows. So I enjoy that. But it's not the coziest episode. It's just like an episode that like, I, I don't know. I thought of it when you said, what's your favorite? Lewis likes a musical? What? <laughs> I mean, yeah, no, it's crazy. Um, I would have never thought. But yeah, I pretty much like enjoy all of it. There are some episodes that I've seen too many times. There are a couple clip shows that I've like don't need to watch again because they're clip shows. You know, in the olden days, clip shows were a thing. That how, do they, sh- how do they? How do they? Because whenever I think of clip shows, I think of the Simpsons clip yeah. shows where they like frame it with that goofy sort of yeah. There was that variety was that, show thing. Do they do that for Golden Girls? Simpsons didn't start with a variety. Like Simpsons started clip shows that were like, I mean, like there's the one where Homer gets in a coma. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's right, the April Fool's one. And so is it like that? Yeah, it's like there's one like it's like oh we're in a fi- we're in a fight we're going to move out of the house. Um let's recount how we got here. Here's wow. how, that kind of thing. Or what a different time or, in television or, um, that was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there's also episodes that they do like vignettes, like there's like a there's was it a birthday episode where they were all doing their birthdays? I think there was a birthday episode where they like have like little like like stories, but those are new. Those are like little vignettes. Those are different. There's like it's a wraparound, but it's like new stories that are just like told, mm-hmm. like you know, short. Each act is like a different story. But there's there are clip show episodes that are like have a wraparound story, and they all just like talk, and then they show clips from past episodes. And those are the ones that I don't need to rewatch. Wow, they they had it really good back then. Television writers where they could just no, like, but they, that's the thing is they had so many episodes. They had like yeah. you know, twenty five episodes a season, so it's like they had to do, you know. I wonder how much did they get paid for that, or did they? Did they just? I don't know how clip show payment works. Yeah. It's never been super interesting to me, but I think you That's should a look cozy it up. Topic. The cozy. Let's yeah. dive into it right here. Um, I think that like pretty much every episode of the Golden Girls has some cozy elements. I will say the Golden Palace is like an anti-cozy show. The Golden Palace. The spinoff. 
I don't think I'm that familiar with the Golden. Can I've you explain never that? Heard of that? There was a spinoff of the Golden Girls. Um, after B. Arthur left, they basically made a new series in which the other women bought a hotel, and yeah. it made no sense because like they're all working full time. They they all end up working full time at this hotel that they bought. That's like a dump, and uh, Don Cheadle is involved. What? And Cheech Marin and um, a precocious child who was like left in the hotel. It's the whole thing is very Sounds strange. Um, my coworker, Kate Arthur, um, fun fact about Kate Arthur, her father uh, was married to B. Arthur and that's why her name is B. Arthur. Ah, Like she kept, she, they were divorced, but she kept his name professionally. And so does she, does she have some dirt on? Yeah. I, I mean, that's not Palace. my, that's my, not my, no, it's, this is totally just a tangent. But my point is that Kate, <laughs> that's what that I'm Kate always in. talks about the cozy feeling versus the empty feeling. And like mm-hmm. things can give you the cozy feeling or the empty feeling, which is kind of self-explanatory. But like the Golden Palace, because it's like this weird uncanny valley version of the Golden Girls where it's like a little bit off and all the characters are off and the writing's not as good and it just doesn't feel like the same show. But like you recognize like, the vague outline of the characters gives me the empty feeling that show. How long was it on for? One season. Okay. It's on YouTube. It's very bad. I'm curious. Yeah, you now. really can't go home twice. No, it's so it's just like it's so off and like B. Arthur was in like a couple episodes, but like there's some some character assassination that's done, like spoiler alert, like Miles like cheats on Rose and it's like really like he, it, it ruins the, the it's like it's like the last season of Roseanne. Yeah, or like the Sex and City Two, like that nightmare that happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, I, mean, I don't know if you've seen that movie, but people it's need like a once once I think once characters that we follow through that many seasons get their happy endings, it's we don't yeah. want yeah. But even if they even if they don't, even if it's a little bit open ended, like I don't know, there's just something like so depressing about a spinoff no one asked for. Yeah, that is like a shell of its original. Well, That's I can imagine thing. asking for that if I were. I um, guess I was around, but it, but, I don't but think it wasn't I was, really like a spinoff. It was more like. Our, one of our leads is leaving the show. What can we do to extend this? Uh, and they could have, like, you know, and they didn't. They could have done what a lot of shows do, which is just, like, have another season and replace her with another character, you mm-hmm. know? Be like, Dorothy's getting married and moving out. We're going to have another roommate and just another season that way. So they, it's interesting that they tried something totally different, but also it's, like, so ludicrous. These women who are, like, all retired, basically, by the end of the season, or, like, you know, they're getting older and, like, they're all at an age where you think they would not buy a hotel. Even mm. the name is off. The Golden Palace. Yeah, it makes me immediately think that it's a prequel to the best exotic Marigold Hotel. <laughs> and it basically weird. is, but not in India. Yeah. Yeah, I always have a weird, like, it sounds a little bit like a, a pee fetish thing. What? Yeah. The Golden Palace. <laughs> <His> oh. palace. <laughs> the Golden Palace is, like, definitely like a toilet thing. Um, I don't know how cozy water sports are. Oh, I think they can be very cozy, okay. but I guess that's a separate conversation. I'm sorry. The point was that Golden Girls is cozy. I don't know why I brought up Golden Palace, except that I like talking about it. Classic Lewis. Classic <laughs> me. Jillian, what is your like experience with the Golden Girls? Where, where are you coming from? <laughs> I'm coming from a place of no experience. I don't know why. It just never crossed my path. Not enough Keith Morrison. I think I think my child was just consumed with Dateline murders and all that good stuff. So that's pretty say, cozy. Yeah, not to say that the Golden Girls are not 
cozy when all the glimpses I've caught have been cozy, but I just have, I'd be quite honest, really don't have a wealth of experience or knowledge, but I'm loving hearing all all, all these experiences and um, the Golden Palace, I'm Generally interested. I'm gonna look it you're up. You're gonna not watch Golden Girls. You're gonna watch Golden Palace. Exactly. She's, that's, that she's seems like Mike one. seems a little weird. Seems she's gonna start a Golden Palace podcast. I, that she okay. No, hold up. I have talked about doing that. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay. So I can't. I mean, don't, a limit a limited run Golden Palace podcast. I feel like there are already probably thirty podcasts about the Golden Girls. Yeah, there surely are. one of them have staked that out. I don't know. Maybe it's like when the Gilmore guys like finished Gilmore Girls and did Bunheads. Like maybe that's like you know. Oh, they moved on to Bunheads. They're done now, but they did Bunheads after. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Are they Are they doing anything next? Bunheads Bros. I don't think so. This is This is the Gilmore guys. Where are they now? Part of the podcast. I mean, we saw them. We saw Demi last night. Yeah, but I didn't ask if he was doing. I don't think he's doing another podcast. I think he needs a break. Yeah, I, I I took a year off. You know, yeah. it's, it's a draining. Yeah, I'm taking some time off myself. So, yeah. but I'm actually like, I'm, I'm actually like, I have a lot of offers. I'm just like choosing to be single. Oh, okay. okay. So, mm. I mean, to not have a podcast. <laughs> Look out for that Peitzman's Golden Palace podcast mm-hmm. after Palace. After it'll, Palace. It'll, it'll shower you with, uh, with <laughs> something. <laughs> I didn't think not your shower you with cozy. I didn't think, think through that, uh, that tagline. If I, f- I feel like this is a really basic question, but if you who do you identify most with of the four gals? Well, do you have a I favorite? I wrote a Golden Girls quiz for BuzzFeed that um, was pretty popular. Not to brag, and um, having taken the quiz myself many times, I usually I usually get Sophia. I hmm. usually get Sophia or uh, or Dorothy, which I think makes sense. That sort of corresponds to like, you know, the fact that I, I think I'm kind of like a, I'm a Sophia Dorothy blend. I'm like a, I'm a Miranda Carey blend, you know, like that sort of I, I see that. Um, or, or I'm like a, uh, you know, a, uh, a Hufflepuff Ravenclaw blend. It Actually, that would be more, because you're always making more rose, but pasta sauce and you're talking about St. Olaf all right, the time. So, right. no, I don't think I'm actually a, a rose. I think that I'm, yeah, I think I'm a Dorothy, uh. A Dorothy Sophia, so Dorothy Sophia. Yeah, sorry, I got I got Rose in there somehow. That's okay. Well, because I was I was saying that I am a Hufflepuff Ravenclaw blend. I think and, that's maybe the word. Hufflepuff I... is Rose, so I don't. Yeah. I, it's a little <laughs> bit off, but um, there's everything with four. You can have there's like four archetypes basically that you mm-hmm. can kind of like, you know, pinpoint. Is B Gryffindor then? Or um, Dorothy. Dorothy, yeah, Dorothy's Gryffindor. Sophia Rose's, Slytherin. So if, mm, that's hard though, because Blanche is Slytherin. No, sorry, Dorothy is Ravenclaw. You're right. Well, Dorothy's who, Ravenclaw. Mm. I'm already. I'm having so many problems with this. No, Dorothy's Gryffindor. Sophia's Ravenclaw. Blanche is Slytherin, and uh, Rose is Hufflepuff. I can live with that, but Sophia's not the nicest person. Well, no, but Ravenclaws aren't like nice necessarily. Right. They're like, you know. Cunning and well, they're not like cunning in a Slytherin way, but they're like they're smart and sharp. That makes sense because Sophia's always getting them out of jams with her sage wisdom. Back in Sicily, or I did like this. even that, or she like left left them in jail that one time when they were arrested for prostitution. That's right. It was in the I think that was in the first season, right? No, that was, was later. It? No, that was later when they were going to see Burt Reynolds and they got arrested for prostitution, and then she went left them in jail. 
Classic Ravenclaw move. (laughs) Teach them a lesson. People love when you apply Harry Potter houses to like other things. Mm -hmm. They do. They secretly love it. They talk about hating it, but they love it. My issue with the Harry Potter house is if I if I can oh please if I am allowed to go on a tangent because this has been a topic for because I've seen pe- people people have takes on this mm-hmm. so here's my take I'm okay. ready for I'm ready for because I have some thoughts too but people I've heard people say I've heard tell that like they don't understand why anybody would ever say Gryffindor because it's just too obvious and it's like I think I'm the hero is what uh. people, was what I think what some people hear when other people say Gryffindor mm-hmm. which I, I get. But for me, for where I'm coming from is I'm always nervous to say I'm a Ravenclaw because what I hear when people say that they're Ravenclaw is that they think they're really smart. Yeah. yeah. And so, cause I, I remember I used to say I was a Ravenclaw Yeah. and then I really unpacked that, you know, and I'm like, am I desperate to prove that I'm not, that I'm intelligent to people that I have to say I'm a Ravenclaw. Mm-hmm. Well, no, but I think it's hard because like the, the houses are sort of dumb and they they're I don't think I think they're sort of poorly defined in a lot of ways. Yeah, which is why I say that I'm a you know a, a Hufflepuff or a Ravenpuff because I just feel like Ravenpuff like, sounds so cute. It does yeah, sound it does. cute. No, what really bothers me though is like like Slytherin is like the worst house. And yeah. people are like I'm a Slytherin. It's like what are you actually saying? saying yeah. Because mm-hmm. like if in the books, like she wanted the Slyther- like Slytherin to be like more developed than just the villains, and like perhaps they should have developed past being villains. Like, there's never really any reason to believe that, that they're not all evil, right? It's like people who identify as ambitious typically go with Slytherin only like, on that, but then right. they ignore the whole like I don't know, like white supremacist part. Of but it's true though. It's like <laughs> yeah. it's, it's you know, or like or Gryffindor. Like Gryffindor should be more a little bit more complicated, but they tend to all be really noble, you know. And, like, I just think that it's, I don't know, they're not that complex yeah. as, they're in, as they are in the so books. So you got to blend them. So what would you say, like, if you say you're a Hufflepuff, what are you saying then? Hufflepuff are loyal, loyal. and kind and friendly. Yeah, but I think what people are and scared dumb. of, but people use that as a, in a derogatory right. sense because you're like, it's like, oh, you're a doofus. They're you're dumb a and basic. Doofus? Yeah. I, they're, 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 I, think, the doofus. I think Hufflepuff are basic. Yeah. Like, Cedric is a Hufflepuff, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, they're just basic. They're standard. Okay. No, I I would say like basic, like they're like basic. Okay. I'm going to have to put over so many, um, I'm, I've decided I'm going to make the swear. If someone swears in this podcast, I'm going to make a little mewling kitten sound. Oh, do you it. not have, do you not do swears? No. In your no. I learned that the. But I, I, I actually, I, I think Can it's you bleep a, me out. No, the sensor kitten will bleep you out. It'll be fine. Wait, is that so you can be like a PG podcast? It's not yeah. cozy to throw. Right. Oh, Matt, I don't know if I feel that's true. <laughs> Jillian, do you think swears aren't cozy? I've just trained myself not to uh, throw out the It's a nice bombs. challenge. So I my my thought. I mean, I don't have any really thought on it either way. I'm happy to throw out a a curse here, a curse there. I just think the English language is so beautiful, including the curse words. I just don't want to jar anybody. Okay, I'm sorry. Well, we do have cozy. a lot. Of, a lot of our followers on Instagram are very sweet. Right. Oh, um. Older mystery writers. Mm-hmm. That's nice. So I don't know what their take is on it. So I'm I'm sure that older mystery writers have like dropped a few f bombs. Oh yeah, head. I'm sure they're no strangers to the Golden Palace. But I think in general, you're gonna, are you gonna have a kitten mewling over the entire Golden Showers thing? <laughs> the whole thing. It's just gonna be like this. <laughs> it'll it'll sound like uh, an Andrew Lloyd Webber musical. Yeah, totally perfect. My favorite Golden Girl. 
mm-hmm. since nobody asked me <laughs> and I have to ask we were ta- myself. We, you, we weren't talking about our favorite. We were talking about which one. Identify. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Well, that's a, well I, I kind of asked both. Oh, did you? To be I, fair. Okay, I don't really remember all that happening. But. Um, roll the tape back. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> uh, I really like um, Dorothy. I just like, I like how capable she is. And I feel so, and this is going to go into my later, well, I'll just like, I'll just say it now. My, the celebrity that calms me um, is B. Arthur. And I said this earlier to Lewis because we had breakfast before recording and he was like, she's not cozy. I, re- I very rudely told you that you were wrong. Yeah. Well, yeah. you know, but I get it because she's very brusque and she. I, what, I get, she's what? Brusque. Like brusque, like brusque, is what the French way of saying it. Oh, uh-huh. I, I've been using that because <laughs> that was, was like, another. I was like, what is brusque? In I've been watching a lot of the worst witch on Netflix, and it, and by a lot of I mean all of it, and they are British, and so they at one point Miss Cackle says brusque, and I've been saying it's just so much more fun to say it that way. Sure, no, yeah. I'm just confused. Anyway, but I love her. I love Dorothy because and B. Arthur because. The, I feel like I'm in really great hands. Like always, like whenever I'm watching a a, a B. Arthur performance, I just know what I'm getting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so expect. that's very calming to me. I like I feel like I'm I know what I'm getting. Sure. She's gonna deliver it. It's gonna be fine. And, um, and Dorothy in general, like, really has her her stuff together. And so I, I like that about that character. But I admire I think, it. Yeah, I think that's something about B. Arthur that she's able to pull off that makes the character so compelling, which is that she's like very. She's very tall and she's very severe in a lot of ways. And you sort of expect her to always be um, assertive and like she's she's very quick and all that stuff. But also she's very vulnerable and you like see that shining through a lot. And Dorothy clearly has a lot of insecurities. And I feel like she, more than the other characters on the, on the well, I mean, Blanche clearly has a lot of issues she's covering up. Mm-hmm. But like you don't see them as, you know, she's, she's always pretty confident and Rose is sort of too aloof to like be experiencing insecurities a lot, or, or, or she d- they happen, but not as much. And, right. and Sophia sort of is, you know, doing her old, old thing and being sassy, and you know, doing comebacks mostly. And, and Dorothy does all that too, but I feel like she has the most like, um, she has the most like a, of an emotional core that you really see, and she's the one who's like the the rawest in some ways. Yeah, and I find that to be. That makes her the most um, relatable in a lot of ways, but also I think it's like a, a testament to B. Arthur that she can do both, that she can be, um, you know, this force of nature who's also like, you know, believably lonely. Get you a bee who can do both. Get you one. <laughs> yep. Um, I guess we may as well use this yeah. opportunity to segue. segue. Yeah, it's a good segue. Oh, I love a segue. That's yeah. a really good one. Into do you know? Wait. Do you do you, know, do you want to know that in co- in college something that happened that was funny is yeah. that I didn't know how to pronounce the word segue. How okay, do you, so you pronounce it? I said segue. Oh, that's oh. A, I'm not like the first, an easy mistake. I'm not the first person certainly yeah. to like. And the thing is, I knew the word segue, mm-hmm. but I was imagining it like the thing like segues that you yeah. like. I imagined it was spelled that way. And I thought there were just like two words, like there was like segue, and also there was another word similarly that was like segue because I had seen it spelled out that way. I feel like there's no worse shame than realizing that you've been saying a word wrong repeatedly for I years. I think that I never. Yeah. I think that the problem is that I never said it out loud. Yeah. So I was okay, like, that's I good. was like, like I was talking about like presenting uh, and something in like a discussion section for a class, 
and I was talking to my friend and I was like, then we could seg you too. And he was like, do you, we, we, oh, what? That's do you mean segue? It's like when Matt said brusque, it's like, we're not going to correct him, but he's no, wrong. I would, you know? <laughs> yeah, I've never, I would never correct someone in like a public forum. There's, like nothing, co- there's nothing cozy about correcting. There, there isn't. No. Let them figure it out. That reminds me of when I uh, mispr- would mispronounce Hermione. Bring it, bring, always bring it back to Harry Potter. Mm-hmm. But everyone mispronounced yeah, Hermione for a hard one. time. I always said Hermoine. Well, that's just wrong. It's not spelled that way. <laughs> it's not spelled that way. I, 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 always, I thought it was like Hermione, which I think many people thought it was. Yeah. I don't know how I got this. I was saying hemorrhoid. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> what? <laughs> you call it hemorrhoid Granger? There is no D. I don't know. I don't know. That sounds like that sounds like a like a, I should a Turbo Mad Magazine parody. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I should have never revealed this. Jillian, you should work for Mad Magazine. That's, you're, Wait, that's your true I don't. I, I have so many questions, but I almost like don't want to know. I think it's like funnier if it just like thought that, that was legitimately her name. <laughs> no, let's just just let's leave it at that. Oh God. All right. Well, I think I, I had already given my um, celebrity that called me away it was B. Arthur. Um, but now it's time for you guys to share That's your new... celebrity. Oh, I can't do anything <laughs> right, can I? I but this is the first time I'm hearing this. Uh, I try to surprise I, you. I, oh, I didn't not you not get a little taken aback. But it's okay. So I'm like, okay, celebrities. So maybe it'll be like you know a, a photo press conference, and so there's a lot oh, of like that, that clicking. Oh, a fax machine. <laughs> <laughs> do you hear what, a lot what, of fax machine? Fax machine. That <laughs> <laughs> sounds like that. God, I love being in 1985. <laughs> That's that cozy. Sounds, that sounds just like my pager. <laughs> um, so it, it, that's, not, machine, that's not good maybe. enough. To, either, no, it's fine. It? It's more thematically appropriate. I like it. I'm it, on for the ride. It's not as cozy. No, nothing cozy Should, about. Do you want to try? Like, do like, let's try it again. It's now. It's time for celebrities that call us. It sounds like a. It does sound like a like a Xerox. That's me. That's what I meant. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like you're someone's uh, making coffee. Yes, the cop making cats. Will, that's will, what I thought. I will eventually find a sound for this segment, but um, I no guess pressure. That's not it. I like the inventive yeah. side of Matt. We'll, we'll keep we'll keep looking. Um, Jillian, who is your celebrity that calms okay. you this week? So last episode, I went with the safety. I said Dido, which I think is very cozy. Absolutely, this, no no question. Yes, no question. This week, I'm going with Maury Povich. Because <laughs> when I was little and I was just spending those summer days hanging out, watching Maury Povich with my friend eating pizza rolls, and I just have this cozy association with him. Probably shouldn't have been watching it, but we were just would watch Maury every single day. He's more—I feel like he's more family friend, friendly than Springer. Well, you know how you said he is. Always, he though? I mean, it's all about people who knocked up but other people. He, it's been a while since I watched. He has—he pretends that he's more. Higher, high, high, more highbrow, I guess. And he's always on his high horse, that Povich. <laughs> well, he is. Classic he's Povich. always wearing his like you know dark blue sweaters, and he like that silver hair, and I don't know. So my friend ended up getting tickets, and I did go see Maury, and he had this presence of calm. You always mm-hmm. know what to expect from Maury. He's never gonna lose it. He's never gonna go off the script. No matter what's thrown his way. Even if you're not the father, you know, he's going to hold he's it together. He's always hold it together. And at the taping, he was very calm. And he just, like, reminds of a grand, nice grandpa. Mm-hmm. So I have some good memories with him. I, I, I could see that. I definitely was feeling the pizza rolls. Yeah, yes. that, that really did it and for me. And cream puffs. Yeah. 
Okay, yeah, see, th- th- that's cozy. And little, so I think I can see why, the, by association. I think all of my cozy celebrities or locations are all by, like, association. You have to deal with someone else or a certain situation. Yeah. And I mean, aren't they all? Yeah. So, Maury. That's all about what you bring to it. So, Maury Povich, Jillian's cozy celeb. <laughs> yeah. Um, Lewis, who is your celebrity that calms you? My celebrity that calms me. Um, I picked uh, Jason Ritter. I just think he's really um, a cozy person. And like I get a warm vibe from him whenever he's on screen. That's pretty. I don't have much more of a story there. He he always projects sweetheart. Yeah, he's just like I don't know. I just like think he's such a like. Um, I don't know. He yeah, he's just like a really like good guy. And every time mm-hmm. he shows up in something, I'm just like, really happy to see him. He feels like someone I want to like you know have around. Yeah, that's pretty much yeah, it. Yeah, I think that's. He, he's just very down to earth too. Yeah, I mean, really just like, what a sweetheart. I don't know. I also feel like um, we were talking earlier and you were saying like how most of the cozy celebrities that you think of are women. So I was sort of yeah, trying, yeah. I was trying to think of a man. It's hard, right? That I think of as being cozy. I guess like, it's, Jillian's usually, she's offered I, some men. Yeah. Uh, who What's were this they? weird gender flip where I find Yeah, I, I'm like bringing up all the comforting. men. Keith Morrison, Bill Hader. I guess put a lesbian and a gay man in a room that's <laughs> going to happen. I guess so. <laughs> I don't even know what that <laughs> means, but okay. Me neither. I don't know. <laughs> I'll go it with felt it. right, though. Yeah. Felt I like right. that. Yeah, we're, we're a lesbian and a gay man. That's right. I <laughs> yeah. I, I'm i trying to think of, like, any other men. I don't want to give... I don't want to, like, ruin future episodes. But, yeah, Jason Ritter, like, came to mind right away as someone who just, like, you know, reminds me of, like, um, like a nice, like, cup of tea hmm. on, like, a on, a on a chill fall day. Oh. Oh, yeah. And, like, sweaters. Set the scene. Mm. I just I like yeah. Was, yeah. He, was he was he in Gilmore Girls? No, but that I well, thought oh, he the, was in the revival. In the revival, maybe he. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think he was on Gilmore. Yeah, he had like he was like the. He had like a really small part. I because believe. like he pro- like I I, I that, he was on even par- if he, he was on he, he seems like he would be. yeah he was on Parenthood. Mm-hmm. Um, girls, girls, yeah, not as cozy on girls. No, I mean that's a very that's a really you know not a cozy show. show. No, yeah. but a cozy person in general. Excellent. Jason yeah. Ritter. That's my pick. Um, I was thinking that with the Maury thing that like Rosie is like cozy for me. Like Rosie O'Donnell because yeah. like I would come home every day and watch Rosie. I remember and, like, that. That, her talk that show. was like very like I do think like I have warm feelings. Yeah. She yeah. was always Rosie gushing over that. Tom yeah. Cruise or yeah. something. Yeah. You know, speaking throwing, of lesbians, we didn't know. We yeah. didn't know. No. That's true. We had no idea. I believe she was in love with Tom. Absolutely. So I was sold. Does Koosh still exist? The Koosh as balls? a company? Yeah. I bet Koosh is still around. Do you I think really, I really feel like cozy? she kept them alive. I feel like Koosh could be cozy. Mm. They're probably just like, sales plummeted when she went off the air. Yeah, totally. I mean, she was buying most of them, so. Whatever happened to Koosh? I don't know. <laughs> so that's that's it for celebrities that calm us. Ugh, gonna here we go it. again. Yeah. <laughs> Make some more copies. Yeah. <laughs> that does sound like. Fax your papers. Since I can't use it again, just had to do it one more time. Well... One more thing to do before we go. Uh oh. And that's to review the candle. Oh, right. So, this, Lewis, mm-hmm. the candle you've been not smelling because you're congested. I'm today, not even that congested. I don't know. It's well, hard to smell from over there. Um, is it's called Cozy Nights, and it's produced by Signature Soy. 
Um, I bought it at Target. Mm. It was on sale. And it had cozy in it. And the, the, the yarn that was on the cover seemed very cozy. Oh, yeah. There you go. And it just felt like it, it was calling out to it's be like, it's reviewed. Like a, it's a Kindle you would nip by. Yeah. I don't know. What do we think? Um, it has a hint of vanilla, I think. Do a little sniff. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, I'm not nothing to write home about for me, but it's it's fine. It's really neutral. I mean, like it's not very neutral. It's not overbearing. It's actually like I, it's more of a linen scent, but it's not cloying. It doesn't smell. I like, love a linen scent. Um, I don't. I'm not when really it's as not much too overpowering. Them. Yeah, because it gave me a headache. But. Um, but this one, it's a little more subtle. And yeah, I like this. I, I have to say, I like the subtleness. It's definitely vanilla. Yeah, and I like how it's not overpowering. You. Yeah, because I feel like sometimes the, the linen candles can smell like dryer sheets. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's fair. And so I, this I'm like Febreze linen scent always smells right. like a little gross. Yeah, those Glade. Not to call anyone out. Ugh. And it has a decent throw. I, I'm smelling it across the room. <laughs> No, um, I can't. I'm sorry. So it's definitely a scent. I'm sure it's great, though. Yeah. Lewis, can you march over there and then eh, put your like, face in like, the candle? No, it's like all the way over No, there. put your nose in the and wax. I'm, actually, I'm fine, actually. So <laughs> You can't review this candle. No, I, it's fine. I'm saying it like, looks nice. It has a nice burn. Uh, actually, miss, it's actually... Don't it's, miss this. It's pooling don't in a way that's this. not... It's, it's, do you see the wax is pooling? It is, it's tunneling, isn't it? Tunneling. That's what you call it, mm. right? Yeah, it's not good. Not, that's not the you know, problem. It has, okay, so it has two wicks. And it's tunneling pretty it's, bad. And clearly, like the the soy wax must have a, a tunneling problem for them to put two wicks in it like that. So, and it's you can kind of see it happening already. I mean, you never. That's why. Here's a little tip for all you candle lovers out there. You want to make sure that when you're burning your candles, that it gets a uniform melt on the top. Yeah. Don't burn that out um, when it's not like that because that's how you're, you're surely going to get a tunnel, and you're just going to waste all that scented wax. Can you tell me what a tunnel is? A tunnel is when the, um, so the wick is burning and then it's creating this tunnel in the wax. And so like you never see a candle where like it has like an outer ring Mm -hmm. of wax that never melted at the top Mm -hmm. and the wick is all the way down at the bottom because it's tunneled through. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Um, That's tunneling. And you can kind of see that starting to happen. But but what I'm hoping is that, because it's only been burning for about an hour, but if it burns, you know, if I let it'll it burn, even until, out, it'll, maybe. It'll, it'll even out, I or think. Or it won't, or it's a f- disaster. I'm oh, sorry, bleep, um, bleep that the out. Sensor kitty will mm-hmm. take care of oh, that. Thank God. Um, think bleep. I don't do you. Uh, you know what? You'll figure <laughs> it thank out. Thank meow. <laughs> yeah. Thank meow. That's not, that sounds like Samantha. Thank <laughs> meow. Oh, You're God. so sultry. Mm. Well, what wicks are we giving it? Um, well, it already has two. Dick. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> I I mean I it's it's effective for me. It's given me a cozy night. I'll give it a wick. I'm I'm gonna give it a wick. You you rate things just by like wick or no wick? Yeah, I didn't realize this for a I thought a long it would time. be like four wicks out of five. Or That's like... what I thought too. So I didn't know we were just <laughs> I didn't I Oh I'm was... sorry, Matt. Is this your 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 genius idea that you You know what? We never really like sat down and really thought about the rating system. Yeah, why would you? But why don't we do it now? Why don't we just do it on the air? No, 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 no. So everyone can hear it and be part of this process. Uh, Lewis is is a guest on this podcast. He's already disrupting it. I can't smell it. I'm sure it's great. I will give it a wick. Yay. Three wicks. Three wicks. Three wicks straight up. No (laughs) tunneling. Yeah. I'm fine with the three wicks. Three wicks. Cozy Nights by Signature Soy. 
um, available at your local Target. I'm Probably not money for too. that. Hmm? Probably elsewhere, too. Nope. Uh, okay. So, I don't know. <laughs> Lewis, I'm so happy that we got to to actually recreate yeah, and share the experience with, with Jillian, too. Thank you for too. having me. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I think you've done well. Thank you, Lewis. I, I just want to... I, I, I wish you guys approval. all the happiness in life, you Thank know? You. And, like, I definitely won't get drunk and make an awkward toast to your wedding. Yeah. And who knows? Maybe maybe we'll all be on After Smash one day. Maybe, yeah. Mm, uh, well, <laughs> Jillian's like, no thanks. I don't know. I've never... Uh, you never know. You never know. That's the thing is you really don't know. Yeah, the, the, the twists and turns you, of yeah. life, you don't... So. But one thing you can be sure of is that in two weeks we'll have another episode of All Things Cozy. Um, Lewis, where can people find you? Um, you know, I'm on Twitter, at Lewis Peitzman. It's how we met. That's right. So it's a good place to talk to me or read my tweets. Or read me on BuzzFeed.com, the website. Or message you on Curious Cat or whatever... Don't do that. Okay. Um, <laughs> uh, you can follow us on Instagram. Yes, All Things Cozy Podcast. And Facebook. Yes, we. Um, Facebook so. is. Not, yeah, if you want, give us a like. The one thing we really need, though, in all seriousness, is ratings and reviews on iTunes, on Apple Podcasts. Mm-hmm. So please, if you haven't, just even if you if, even if you don't have time, you're a busy person. We get it. You don't have time to to leave a full length review. Please rate, because we just need to get to the point where you've had enough ratings that they show a rating for a podcast. And so, uh, please rate us and review us on Apple Podcasts. Um, yeah, and that's that's it for today. Any final any final thoughts, guys? Oh no, I, I mean, learned no. a lot about that. Yeah, I feel cozier than ever. And stay cozy. See you in a couple weeks. Bye.